Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, we want things to and that is what we That's why I love There you have it. You have an impact Hello, church. You're welcome to church once again. Just join us in worship as we worship our Father today. Worship you, Jesus. You are everything. Your Father, your friend.
more time. Ancient words, ever true, changing me, changing you, changing me, and changing you. I have come with open heart. Come with open hearts. Open hearts. We come humbly before you to learn at your feet. As your word rings true, our hearts are open and receptive. Your word changes us. It comes with eloquence and utterance. The word comes out, you know, as you want it to. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name of prayer. Hallelujah. Um, glory to God. Today is what? Tenth of June. Yeah. Today we have two. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. It's a great day. So it's our birthday. Okay. Where's the birthday cake? Happy birthday to you. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, going to this evening's teaching. The title is the exchange rate. The exchange rate. The exchange rate, converting spiritual blessings to material. No, clap for me. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Bibles, please. It's from 2812. It's from 2812. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the works of your hands. Look at that. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. So circle it. It will bless all the work of your hands. So keyword, the work of your hands. Ephesians 4.28. Ephesians 4.28. Ephesians 4.28. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, yeah. but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in Look at that. says... Let him that still, still no more. But reward, walk, circle deep, but must walk. Then circle, doing something useful. Look at that. Go to Deuteronomy 8, 17 to 18. Deuteronomy 8, 17 to 18. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is He who. No, no, say it. But remember, remember the Lord, the Lord your God. God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms His covenant, which He swore to your ancestors, as it is today. So He's saying that you cannot say, you know, I got all this for my labor. So he says you must remember the Lord your God. It is He that gives power to get wealth. What is what it means? That when people say a believer, you know. Um, profit by his labor. It's good and it's not. It's not. It's true and also are not true. Okay. It is never alone by the believer's labor. Says you must remember that your God. It is He that gives power to get wealth. So in that, so saying the better prosperity is your labor plus the blessing of God. See that. So he says it's your work plus the blessing of God. So you must keep that part of the blessing close to mind. That is God that gives power. To get wealth. Do you see that? 
Okay, glory to God. Okay, so, you know, um, no Jew would ever, you know, wondering if God bless materially. You will not find any Jew asking, does God bless materially? To them, it's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion. In fact, if things don't work, they'll be checking, have you offended God? Is the cause at play? You get. When things don't work, they are checking, is the cause at play here? So for them, they, they are meant to be blessed and prosperous, all things being equal. If they are not, they are wondering, what is wrong here? So you never find them asking, does God bless materially? To them, is a conclusion. Okay? So for us also, you know, in Christ have become, you know, a single nation, Jew and Gentile, but in the body of Christ. So being blessed is our constant state. It shows our materialism. Okay? So all things being equal, if you don't put, you know, lack of wisdom inside it, okay? Naturally, it should show, the blessing should show in everything we put our hands to do. So if you're like me, I'd be wondering, you'll be wondering, before the verse 22 says, the blessing of the Lord breaks wealth without painful talk for it, okay? Please, circle that important in your mind. Verse 22, the blessing of the Lord breaks wealth without painful talk for it, okay? Now, if you're like me, you're wondering, we have wondered before, but why does it, it looks like the pastors that preach prosperity, the big ones, that the ones blowing. If you're like me, I think a lot, I'm sorry. So I think about it like, okay, why is it that those pastors that preach prosperity, the big ones, you know, the big names, that big church, it looks like sometimes as though it's only them that enjoying this prosperity that they talk about in the Bible. Anybody like me here thought, thought about it that way? I'm alone. Wow. So I, I like to reason out Bible facts. I want to see how we, how we, how we put that to natural. Because I think about it like, ah, it looks like this blessing they talk about most times. It looks as though it's only them that is enjoying this thing. Everybody just, you know, hustling and working hard whatever they get. Right? So, look at it like, you're thinking, maybe it's because they have big churches. Large crowds, so many people give to them. Maybe that is why. Abi, if you have a church of 10,000, ah, ibadi, ibadi, ibadi. People ask us in that church, ibadi, 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 you know, it will show, right? So, you might think that that is why they are prosperous, because they have large church. That maybe it's just natural. It's not supernatural. Maybe it's just, it's just, it's just natural. Awesome. When you look closer, you find that, okay, they were always blessed. And this is showed in their life to various degrees at different stages of their lives. Please follow me. you find when you look closer that they were always blessed, but the blessings show to different degrees at various stages of their lives. So they didn't just suddenly become, boom, I'm a billionaire. Okay? They grew. Okay? They were always blessed. Okay? It kept on increasing until they got to a point where people were like, okay, this guy is so blessed. They didn't just jump there in one day. Okay? So see that most times, God's blessing on us materially, it grows rather than just. It grows. It's hardly a sudden bam. You know, usually is a growth, a progression. Okay? A point now, people like, okay, this guy's actually really blessed. Okay, but before people start noticing it, it was already there, growing and showing different places of your life. Okay? Then also see that, number one, the Lord delights the servants. The Lord delights in our prosperity. The Lord delights in our prosperity. Again, the Lord delights in our prosperity. Even his pastors, his servants, he delights in prosperity. He's not saying, why do you have so much money? You be a pastor. God is not complaining about it sincerely. I'll show you that. Okay? The Lord delights in our prosperity. Proverbs, Psalm 35, 27. Psalm 35, 27. NKJ, if you can. 
Psalm 35, 27. NKJV, thank you. Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So, look at that. The Lord has pleasure in your prosperity. Not in your brokenness. Not in your beggy-begginess. The Lord has pleasure in your prosperity. So, is not in your prosperity. It's not a passive case. It's actively taking pleasure in your prosperity. Meaning that his will for you is prosperity. Don't be shy about this. The Lord's will for you is that you prosper. We owing and being in debt and managing through life is not God's will. God's will is what? That you prosper. Again, we are quoting Bible, right? So see, this, this, this pastor, this so-called big pastor, you know, that God is actually blessing work of their hands. They are being blessed in the work they are doing. You get? They solve problems. They create value with God's grace in their life. Please follow me. Okay? They solve problems and create value with God's grace on their lives. So if, for example, started with, for example, 50 or 10, two members, you and your wife. And over time, people get blessed. The church grows, and as they grow, your life, your life gets better. You know, people give more to you, you get better pain and stuff like that. You people keep some more plans for people, some plans for putting their talents in their millions. Naturally, naturally, supernaturally, okay, you will see the reward of, reward of the value you are giving up to your life. Okay, so with, 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 with the grace of God in your life, they solve problems. People get healed, people grow in, people grow in the knowledge of God, okay? Naturally, it will show in your life. So they didn't just suddenly become boom. They grew by solving problems. If we are being real, these people are solving problems. Okay? If you are being sincere, we are actually telling ourselves the truth. They are solving problems. People are getting healed. They are getting blessed. People are growing under them. Okay? So, it is not just, it's not, it's not, it's not um, random. It is the work of their hands that God is blessing. They are solving problems and creating value with God's grace on their lives. We see also, these guys, they are top leaders and they have insane work ethic. <laughs> These guys, they have insane. If come, come, you can trust any of them. They have insane. Not insane, 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 insane okay. They have insane work ethic. They really work hard. They work round the clock. They spend hours at work. So they cannot just sit in their room and say, I'm, "I'm the geo. I'll show, show up on Sunday and just preach and go." No, no, no. These guys work hard. Traveling and traveling there, they are actually really hardworking people. Alright, when you see people like the bishop and the rest of them, they are seriously at working. That the Jew at the no longer young. If I forget that, yeah, he's actually growing, he's actually aging, but he's still putting in the work. Yeah, talk about how he, not the guy, sorry, Lord, you know, the daddy, eh, have respect, I'm a Yoruba boy, child of God, on training. Eh? So the daddy, Papa, Daddy Jew, he said he will spend days to pray before every convention, lock himself up in and just pray. They don't just random. They don't just go and do, ah, I'm that the Jew, have just step up and just enter the altar. You know, boom. No, no, no. It goes three days to go and, pre- to go and prepare, to go and prepare for, for convention. So they actually really put in the work. You see that? They what? They put in the work. Okay? They also, you know, they have wisdom and structure. They are not random. It's not just any abilities. When you see these churches, when you go to the, when you see the, the administration, interesting deep structure. Wisdom, the wisdom there is top notch. It's not just, you know, supernatural. No, no, no. 
the supernatural is also applied with natural wisdom. Good structure, proper, proper organograms, you understand? So it's not just random, they have proper systems and structure. Real wisdom. They can teach you how to run your business, as in because they run actually, it's, a, it's an organization, it's a company. They run it well. Solid books, solid accounting. Everything is not well run organizations. Top HR. So it's not just, it's not just um, that God just throws them money, you know, by No, no. They use God's grace to solve problems, and they have structures in place that ensure that the organization runs pretty well. Structure. Structure. It's not based to run the church of 50,000 people, or of millions like that, did you? It's not, it's not, it's not beings to run millions. It's not, it's not, just, it's not just random. The wisdom there is interesting. They can teach you how to run the business. They can teach, teach bank manager how to run banks. It's not beings. So it's not just that they just know, Baba and boom, billionaire. No, no, no. These guys, it's as they are comparing them to, to top 1% CEOs in the country. They're like dangote in their sphere. So don't just look at it and say, they're just pastors. They just, people just give them money. It's a lie, yo. You can, the level of, of structure, and businesses they run, business in quotes, organizations. It's like you're comparing them with top 1% CEOs in the world. That's how, that's how it is. Some of them they solve, because people think this, this is just solve some other problems. People just get healed, you know, you just get healed. Every day come to church, people get healed. People just think it's just, you know, kalo kalo. No, no, no. They put in the work. They put in the work. They pray. They study hard. Then their organization is well run in wisdom. So they are blessed materially. It's not just because. People are many and they give them money. Number one, people are many because they solve problems. People are many and give because the system is working. What am I saying? Stop pointing ants at blessed men and saying they stole the money. It is serious ignorance. Go and see behind the scene. Hard work with wisdom and problem solving. Do you understand? If anybody for if you are a CEO, if you operate the way Bishop operates, you will likely also be that big in your in your in your in your, in your sphere of influence. You understand? If you apply what they are, the kind of diligence they apply to their work, the wisdom and structure, ah, you'll prosper. You'll prosper. Soft problems like you'll prosper. Do you understand? Okay? They will also see also that God has a history of materially blessing people lavishly. God has a history of lavish material blessing. Check it through scripture. God has a history of lavish material blessing. This should not shock you. Abraham was so blessed. It wasn't just enough for him to just live by. He was over blessed. Food he could not finish. Isaac also became so wealthy, people down the country envied him. So God has a history of lavish blessings. See Solomon. Solomon was super wealthy. Again, it was beyond just what he could eat. You may not wonder, why, why did Solomon share the food for everybody? That's your problem, really, seriously. Okay, God has a history of lavish material blessing. So, don't let it shock you. If it shocks you, maybe you cannot have it. No, no, no. You have to expect it. That's the point. You have to have to sit and expect it. So, you don't use, you don't use unbelief to put a clock in the flow towards you. God, again, has a history of lavish material blessing, for example. Now, when Christ turned turn, turn of bread to, to feed 5,000 people, there was excess. Why? What for? I just don't, I just give you enough to feed them. But there was excess. God has a history of lavishness, of abundance. So again, this should not shock you. So the question now becomes, how then, as a child of God, I'm not a big pastor, you know, 
generally men. How do I manifest the blessed materially? Beyond just what Pastor you know, talks about, and how does it affect me? How does it work for me as an everyday believer? It's the same thing also. It's exactly the same thing. Number one, realize that God, that's your prosperity, that God delights in your prosperity. As in, let this dawn on you. Let this, as in, grow up this conviction that your prosperity, God enjoys it. That being materially prosperous is not greed. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not fame. Do you understand? Let it dawn on you that God actually likes to have plenty. Don't, don't feel bad having plenty money. No. As in, desire it. Desire it. You can't let nations on Torokobo. No, you can't let nations on Torokobo. You can't let your friends on Torokobo. And they give salary. And before um, June, not before June 2nd, what you could fight, you even if you're going to show up. How will you lend? You can never, you know, how will you lend? No, not not talk of give. We're talking lending now, Thomas Papala. You get, you get, you know, you finish after, you know, Tifa, data money, um, we eat, you know, we remove rent money. Now, even to buy clothes. Now, it means not for clothes, you know? Do you understand? So, don't, that's not God's way for you. That's not God's way for you. God wants to live in plenty that you can lend to nations. You can, you know, says you can give freely, you can abound in every good work. Proverbs 37, we read that before. First, first, third, third John 2, third John 2, third John 2, third John 2, third John 2. Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health Look at and that. that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. I pray that you may enjoy good health. That all may go well with you. Okay, you say, you say you know, that, that, that you prosper and be good health, even as your soul prospers. So it wants to have all round prosperity, spiritual and body, you know, on ball, on, on, you know, on bubble. You get my point? Okay? 2 Corinthians 9 6 11. 2 Corinthians 9 6 11. 2 Corinthians 9 6 11. Remember this whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Do you see that? Let's go on to 11. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly. Please read this more, small. God is, God able, is able to bless, to bless you, you abundantly. Again, no, see, see, I'm quoting the Bible. Now, this is even Paul saying it. Apostle Paul, Apostle of Greece. So it's Paul. Is as as Paul. Okay, Paul. No, I respect Paul. No great guys respect Paul. Uh-huh. So, Paul Loso, read this very well. Glory to God. Yes. And God is able to bless you abundantly. It does not say just bless you. God has a history of lavish blessing. He's able to bless you. See, I beg you, young believers, in this our age bracket, you know, I've seen young too, please. Okay? Don't let us be those that, that think material blessing. It's not spiritual. You know what us as Christianity? That is the problem. We are in, see, God is a real guy. In this world, money moves things. In this world, money talks. In this world, money talks. Money moves policies. Money moves policies. Don't go and tell, don't go and protest. It's not protest, I'm saying that changes. Protest. It's money that moves, money that moves policies. Protest is good, actually, it's good. But money 
influence. Make it happen faster. Imagine a billionaire that has interest in Nigeria comes to say, I back so and so policy. Or guy, find it to pass it in, in one week. One week. When you put them together and say, uh, we now have a money most policies. Set to everything. In righteousness. Okay? <laughs> that policy must move. It will move. In this world, not in the next one, no. In this world, money moves things. I have a story of young people in, 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 when they told them to take off their, their advert from, from their church came from TV. And they just in the church that they are rich billionaires, their own big companies in, in the country, took off their advert from, from TV. Money is at stake. They have to beg them back. Money in this world moves things. God is not a fake person. He understands. He understands. So you need to have money in this world to run things, finance the gospel. Not when, you know, we do a, a, a secular concert. Light, everything is sharp, rah, rah, you know, the sound is gang, gang, you know, everything is prah. But Christian concert, you know, God, you know? <laughs> you know? Why you not give them money? <laughs> no, but imagine, imagine that billionaire that, that, that tells these this singers, don't worry, I'll find how much, how much the next concert, one billion, take it, I'll set it. It's different. You get my point? So we, are, we need resources. See, it's why you cannot compare the quality of your sound, Christian song, with the world. There's money behind it. There's money behind it. So this is very important, okay? Why you say Christian, Christian artists, you know, with so much impact, you're not wondering why is it that they're not, you know, it's not, they're not looking so blessed. Because, you know, we don't understand because of, of material resources. We need to have this thing. Okay, we need to have it. But we must actually see it as our inheritance. As an inheritance. You get? You get? Please go on. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Do you see that? You are bound. So you have enough to abandon every good work. You are bound in every good work. You can give there. Give there. You are, you are, you are bound in every good work. So you will need resources to abandon every good work. You know that? When that is for this all, though. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you get my point here? So we need to have resources. 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 See, we're in days of policy, moving policies with influence. Influence that comes with money. Okay? We need to have resources to move policies to, to get our desires done, you know, on the earth. It's important, okay? You get that? Please finish. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. So when you see missionaries in Africa, what do they do? They give and they preach. What's in Mozambique, Idebeka? They feed them, build hospitals, and they teach. They eat their sick also, heal their sick, build hospitals, build schools, and they teach. The gospel spreads. How did they bring missionaries all over the world? So the same process. Resources. Resources. So there are things we need to do. Resources. Resources. So, but you get my point here. We need resources. The churches in the north that are having issues. Today they break their, they burn this place. They need resources to, to build back up also. So resources are important on the earth. Okay? So you cannot be in two minds about prosperity. You can't be, you can't be in two minds about it. You have to be certain. It is God's will for me and I want it. So God told can I take it? This Bible says in Isaiah that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the land. 
okay, it, was, it was obedience, right? But it was not willing. No, this, this thing, one would think, society is not, is not so righteous. So, that small second mind. We willing. You have to be willing. I want it. Don't be shy about it. Don't be shy. Be willing. You get my point? Okay? So, don't be in it. Don't be too much. James 1, 6 to 8. James 1, 6 to 8. James 1, 6 to 8. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all the yeah. So he says, when, you are, when you're asking God something, you're asking, you're wondering, will he give me? Is he his will? So you're, you're double-minded. He says, don't think you get from the Lord. So that person is unstable and double-minded. So in, in this matter of prosperity, be simply minded. God's will is to bless me. You have a point here? Can I plan funded this guy's ministry or up to this passing? And what's his name? The past Renan Bonke? Yeah. A major donor. So when you see those big kind of come to that come to campaigns in um, in Africa, those crusades, those big 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 um, banner, big sound, there's money behind it too. It's not, you know. <laughs> you get my point here. So we need resources. Okay? There are people in church that we serve full time. Because churches don't have money. They are in the office, you know, pressing computer. When you mention recording, recording song in church that will bless nations, resources move things. I have, I have a friend that I have a friend that I know he should be serving of his talents, but you can see the struggle because no resource. It should not be. It should not be. You have no some, some talents are a waste in the office. Right in the office. Right in the office. In the office. But you get, but these things need resource. Believers have to have resource to fund this thing. Tell someone that, uh, how much are they paying in your office? 500k per month. Okay, go and do it. Go and do so, so, so. so. I'll be paying you 1 million per month. Basic. They, okay, what's your account number? Take 20 million first. You understand? You understand? You understand? Okay? So that you can abound in every good work. Abound in poor men cannot abound in every good work. When you abound in prayer and study, you know, and even the sick, thank God for that. Okay? When it comes to material resource, you need to have it to abound in it. Okay, so I say we are raising men and women with means. Spiritual people with resources, with means. In the sick, you are there. Prophecy, you are there. What's that? You are there. Money too, you are there. In all things, you know, sufficient, not lacking. Okay? Not that just raw, raw tongues. And that, um, I need to <laughs> You know? Abound in every area. You can. You can. You can. You can. You can. Okay? See, God don't make, don't make everything in this world so that unblessed can enjoy it alone. God made everything, not for unblessed to enjoy, for his children to enjoy. Okay? Glory to God. Deuteronomy 28, 12. Right, go on. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season, and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. He will bless the work of your hands. So, you must have work of your hands. 
There must be something useful. Don't forget, Ephesians 12, 20 says, doing something useful. So, let God lead you to find something valuable. Pretty important. Something valuable to do with your hands. Number one, let God lead you. Okay? Do your research. Valuable work that people will pay for. God will not send money from heaven. Okay? It's people that will bring the money to you. Okay? So the mo- you have to find something valuable in your generation. What will people pay for in your time? Yes, sir? Also know that you need to actually work hard. Now, work hard and toil are different. When, when you're working hard and you see what you're doing, it's not toil, it's, it's profitable. Okay? So you need to actually work hard. Now, I'm not saying toil. Toil is unprofitable, unprofitable labor. But you're seeing the results. But you're you are dedicated. You have passion. You have perseverance. Okay? Because God doesn't reward laziness. God does not suffer laziness. He won't suffer laziness. Okay? That you, have, you have got to have grit, hard work, dedication, perseverance. You have to desire to be the best in your, in your industry. You, get, you have to have that desire that by God, by His grace, and, the, and, my, and my hard work, I'll be the best here. You know, like Paul. Says, Paul said, first Corinthians 15 10. Says, says, it's not just grace. Says, I, thank God for grace, right? But I labored more than all of them. So you get my point here. So you've got to match anyone for, for hard work. You've got to match them for hard work. Okay? So grace plus hard work brings success. Colossians 3 24. Colossians 3 24. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything and do it. Not only when their eyes on you and to carry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Look at that. So he says, Serve as unto the Lord. Serve your clients, your customers, your boss as though serving God. Care for them as though care for a dignity. See, if you care for your, your clients in your business like I care for like serving God, it will show in your customer service. It will show in your service delivery. It will be excellent. Now, not just because they can see or catch you. Even in things they will never know. Excellence. So it will show, you know, pardon me, you, you, you are a chef or a cook or you have a booker. It will show you now you wash your rice. Not just wash and small stone. Mm, you know. In the way you wash the rice. You know, they can't see when I wash the rice. Then you wash it, remove all the stone. You see? It will show. When, you know, when I eat a rice, there will be no stone there. Not that cracker, you know, like crackers. <laughs> okay? As though seven, it will show. So it says, do everything with all your heart as though serving the Lord. So the little things matter. This is matter. Or how, you know, people will add more coloring. So, pepper. They will not catch them. When you buy food, 500 naira, um, with chicken, you know it's coloring, Abby. Okay. You know it's coloring we are eating. <laughs> food, 500 naira, with chicken on it. Ah. <laughs> they will give you coke. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> yes, coloring. But it will show, okay, as unto the Lord. Yes, so God will then bless 
What people will call good luck. People call it good luck. Why is it just fortunate? He put his money there and it's worked. Okay? To them it's good luck. Okay? To us it is the work of grace. It's the blessing of God. So you have favorable outcomes. Favorable outcomes. Don't forget that because you, have, you, are, you are also ethically sound. Don't say before, as unto the Lord. So you are ethically sound. You are, you are not doing anything from, 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 um, from um, what do they call them? From, what do they call them in governance? They used to go and check to make sure things are right. Auditors, compliance. You are not doing, hey, they are coming today. Lord, uh-huh. you are always ethical, saved unto the Lord. So there's no peace of mind, right? So you have favorable outcomes. Favorable outcomes. Okay? Ideas. Dreams, revelation, vision, excellence. God, this is what God gives you. Good health, divine get us to profit. Let's see this in um, the story of the speckled, spotted um, um, goats in, in um, Jacob's story. Genesis 30, 25 to 30. Genesis 30, 25 to 30. Genesis 30. 25 to 30. Let's go there. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I've done for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. He added, Name your wages and I will pay them. Jacob said to him, You know how I have worked for you and how your livestock has fed under my care. The little you had before I came has increased greatly and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? Now go to... Go to... That's one. So for the three. Just continue for the three. What shall I give you, he asked. Don't give me anything, Jacob replied. But if you will do this one thing for me, I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat. They will be my wages. And my honesty will testify for me in the future whenever whenever you check on the wages you have paid me. Any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted, or any lamb that is not dark-colored, will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Liban. Let it be as you have said. That same day, he removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted, and all the speckled or spotted female goats, all that had white on them, and all the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them in the care of his son. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob while Jacob continued to tend to the rest of Liban's flock. Jacob, however, took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he placed the peeled branches in all the watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches and they bore young that were streaked or that were streaked or spotted or speckled. Jacob set apart the young of the flock by themselves, but made the rest face the streaked and dark-colored animals that belonged to Laban. Thus, he made separate flocks for himself and did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females were in heat, 
Jacob would place the branches in the trials in front of the animals so that they would meet near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he would not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way, the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and That's what happened there. So they agreed that, you know, the, the, the speckled ones will be for, for Jacob. So Laban wanted to defraud them, okay? So Laban took out the strict pet token. Now, separated them. Now he to get together his own children to go three days' journey. You know, let the, let the gap get far, okay? So, but God came true for Jacob. Let's see that in Genesis 31, verse 5. We'll show you how that technology came to place. They spotted the strict wood, okay? He said to them, I see that your father's attitude towards me is not what it was before. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have worked for your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said the speckled ones would be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the strict ones would be your wages, then all the flocks bore strict young. So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to you. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats meeting with the flock were streaked, speckled, or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, I answered, here I am. And he said, look up and see that all the male goats meeting with the flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted, for I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and where you, have, and where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. So God came to, no, an angel came to, to Jacob at night and told him, I have seen what your boss, your uncle is doing to you in Laban. Told him what to do. Because that technology just, just comes from anyway, because it's not normal. That what, what, what did the guy do? He will put the, 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 the speckled tree would he put and put them in the water. So while mating, they will go and meet in front of, front of the, the speckled you know, wood. And anyone that looked at one meeting will give birth to speckled spotted sheep. See that? That's not regular technology. It was God giving idea. Supernatural. So by so doing, you know, he got the strong ones, okay, to be his and left it with Laban, left his, his, the account with Laban. And with that way, he became exceedingly prosperous. So how does God prosper us? Work at work. But also divine ideas, favorable outcomes, divine leading. Like he told Isaac, just 26. He told Isaac, in farming, stay here. And Isaac planted that same land and reached 100 fold in the same year, same land. So we prosper by divine ideas, guidance, leading, revelation, favorable outcomes, excellence, like we see in Solomon's life. Solomon's wisdom, you know, made him so excellent, okay? People brought him from afar, just to come and see, if, see um, um, Solomon's territory. Okay, so excellence. These things are how God blesses us. I'll take it again. Hard work, okay? Favorable outcomes, ideas, dreams of revelation, vision, seeing beyond people can see your industry. You just can see into 10 years' time. You know, you know how to pan out. And you prepare yourself to, to be ready for it pans out. You understand? So I have a friend. But just last year, you know, she, 
he started, started doing, doing, doing trainings. He said, Taylor, started doing trainings. So even during COVID, when, when there was no sales, he was making every money from recorded trainings. Now, not everyday trainers, recorded trainings. I like Paka, you know. Those are young, Paka, Paka. <laughs> Why? You get and she, she, she didn't know there would be COVID, but she just knew she should do trainings. You see that? So you just know favorable outcomes, divine guidance, leading. Okay? She's not going to take money and say, I stone you five billion. Okay? Now I just open your account and say, ah, five billion. I'm rich. No, 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 no. Ideas. Revelation. Hmm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> Revelation. Divine guidance. Excellence. Okay? So you need to partner with God by listening for direction and obeying. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. You need to partner with God, okay? To listen and obey His instruction. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path So you have to learn to partner with God in your decision making. Lean in on God. Let Him lead you to profit. Don't just run your own agenda. Don't just run on your own plans. Okay? Lean in. Okay? Let him, let him tell you what to do. Then obey. Practice praying before making a, making a major choice. Father, let me just at all. Practice, you know, hearing from within. Just try to check if it is agreeable here. Not just idea, execute plan. Tell you, ah, this business so or more, five million. You get 10 million in two months. You're like, wow, now call your banker. Please borrow me 5 million. You know? <laughs> you check from here. So, no matter how good it sounds, you check from here. Don't forget that for, for, for Isaac, going to, to Egypt was a great idea. It made perfect sense. But God said, no. Imagine he said, God, can't you see that there's no, there's no there's famine here? What did he do? Listened, obeyed. See, lots. Lots of that land, in natural, green, fine land. Lord chose it. What did they have? What happened? Tears. Okay? So, practice letting God lead you. Okay? Things are not always the way they seem. Okay? But God sees everything. The Holy Ghost has perspective over every issue. You know, said in last series that the Holy Ghost is your, he said, is your, is your advocate, your helper, your standby. So that he sees every issue correctly. It's going to to every issue. He can help you make right judgment calls in every issue. Again, he can help you make right judgment calls because he, he sees, you know, it's going to to every situation. He sees all things. So he can help you make sound judgment calls. So practice letting him lead you by experience. So whenever I jumped out of my inner witness, it has ended in tears. Every single time. Again, experience. Whenever I jumped out of my inner weakness, whenever I did what, I did, what, what did not come from me, whatever what, what, what I did that, that had you know, a conflict here, always ended in tears, always. It always ended in tears. Sometimes things that are more painful and expensive. Okay? But we've learned, we, we are better now. I hope you are. Amen. So, you also need to walk in faith. Mark 11, 24. Mark 11, 24. You would need to walk in faith. Mark 11, 24. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. 
Okay, go on. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believe that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Look at that. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. See, you have got to walk in faith. Okay? Have big expectations. Confess the blessed life. Okay? Your confession must match your desire. You must, you know, expect to have the blessed life. Let it show in everything you say. Don't forget that God told Abraham. You know that because Abraham is called Abraham. Because his confession, what he called himself, was super key to his reality. So practice confessing what you are, who you are in Christ. So, okay, wait. So they did not ask you, I am so blessed, I can never be broken up my life. Nobody asks you. They did not ask you, as in, no, I think nobody asks you, nobody, 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 nobody. Me, I am so blessed. You say it with boldness. Let me tell you a story. So, this guy went to, there's this guy, Nobel A, one of the, you know, kind of against set um, preachers, man of faith also. So this guy went to, this guy went to, are we good? This guy went to um, a program by Nobel A's on wheelchair. Listen to me, guys. He went on wheelchair. He went on wheelchair. And while he was, while the guy was, while the guy was preaching, the guy was expecting that Nobel A's would come to him and lay out on him for him to get well. But God told him about this. Tell him to confess his in it. I'm the youth of God. I'm the youth of God. So he went to the guy and told the guy, Say it after me. I'm the youth of God. I'm healed. The guy was like, he, was, well, he couldn't say it. There was no other people. So what happened to say? I said, Say after me. I am the youth of God. After much persuasion, the guy started saying, Small, small. I'm the youth of God. Scream it! I am the youth of God. I am the healed of God. I'm the... I said, scream it! I am the healed of God! So out of, out of kidney, I am the healed of God! Keep going! I am the healed of God! The guy got up reach and walked home. Faith works by speaking. Now, you wonder why Bishop shouts loud, I can never be poor! I said, I can never be sick! I said, I can never be sick! With boldness. What are you doing? Faith works by bold speech. I saw Kenneth Copeland during the week. He was saying that he will live to, I think he said 120. The guy gave, Kenneth Copeland gave the age, the date he will die. And he said that he will never be sick till then. They are not sick, they are not sick again till he dies. Now, you know that kind of thing, eh? You meant to say that in your house, not in public. But faith works by bold speech. Bold speech. Telling the world, I won't be sick till then. I will die on so and so and so day. That faith works. That faith works. So what is your shy? I can never be sick. Mm-hmm. They tell you, you can't tweet your case anything. You know, you're too shy about it. You don't want to, to abuse you. You know, they call you names. You know, Oga, it does not work. When you, when you, make, when you do, um, when you try to humble, humble about it, it does not work. People that work it, you know how it works. Bold speech. So they Sam. While while he was still looking for a job, you saying, I can never be poor. No job. See right into home. To whom? 
to whom? Bishop, while driving Bitu. I can never be poor. Bold speech. Bold speech. So they did not ask you. Say, if, if I, say, say, follow the mirror. Follow the mirror. Follow the mirror. You to the mirror. You to you. I said, you can never be poor. Don't say small, small. Let, let me ask you. Ah, in that kilo day. See, once, once you can convince yourself it is done, once you get to a point where you said it, there is no pushback in your, in your, in your mind, it's done. Let me tell you what happens. When you say, say, if I start saying, you feeling, maybe I'm lying, I'm a joker, you know. But the more you say it, get to a point where you and you believe it. You, you, you know, body, spirit, soul, believe it. Okay? So, practice this. When you look like you are actually sick in the body, you look like you are sick in the body, your head banks. It looks like that COVID that they talk about, like it at home. <laughs> Scream to yourself, I am the end of God. COVID, never! <laughs> Malaria, where? For whom to whom? Yeah, my point here. Practice both speech. Then walk out as if they are healthy. Don't do and not be doing on your bed, though, that are, you know. No, no, no. Get up and walk out of it. Amen. When I, when I, when I feel symptoms, symptoms, symptoms come to everybody. You won't be sure. Is it true? Symptoms come. Shh, don't tell anybody. But symptoms come. Yeah, don't tell anybody. What do we do? Ah, can you me? We speak to it. Headache, leave now. Forget about it. We're not doing. Ah, Joe, I need I need water. You know, I think cook my kinneko kinneko. I'm all just video. Walk out of it. Talk about your normal day life. Just like, okay, where's the headache? That's gone. Says oh, when you believe, when you pray. Believe you have received. So you act as though you already have it. See? Believe you have received. Now, don't believe, don't believe when, you, when you see it though. Believe you have received. Then you will have. So when you pray, act as it has happened. Believe you have received it. Act like it. I will someone pray for you. Tell you, check. Do like this. That's what you do. Believe you receive. Act like it. So, you have a big prayer before you. And... Project is 20 million. And you have 200,000. But you know in your heart that you know from here that project is my project. What should we do? Ask. Believe you have received. And act like it. Make calls. Make calls to those people. Remember? I have this project of 20 million. I need 2 million. Boldness. Okay? Believe you received. Act on it. See, when Sam talked about some, 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 some years ago, says if you want 10 million, don't look at someone to give 10 million. Write a list of things that I can give one million each. I can put one million there each. Look for break it to break it to two small bits. Then they can easy to get. Now when you look for someone give one ten million. No, no, no. Break it down. Then make those moves. When you pray, believe and act on it. Wisdom. I can give you two k, five k, two hundred k. Okay, but two million, I might not be able to give two million. What do you do? Break it to two million into ten, two hundred k. Do you understand? But don't just say it's too big for me and run. You can't blow that wheel. People that succeed, they dare things. Boldness. They don't fear money. Once they want that thing, they'll get go after it. Two million. They are marching on. See, boldness. Once, once they see, let's talk about Judah. Judah. When 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 is when um Jacob blessed Judah. Says Judah is like a lion's cub. Look at that. He doesn't turn back his, his he doesn't turn back from any prey. 
that whatever Judah looks for, he will pursue and get it. Doesn't say too big for me and run back. Judas now scope. Whatever praise he sees, he will go after. He will not say it's too big for me. Do you understand? So our faith cultivate big dreams. Don't be saying, ah, this life, this life, my my wife, my children, let them go to school, you know. I will buy one car or two, you know. I will live in, you know, Lekki. That's fine. That's what I want in this life. Have big dreams. Have big dreams. Plan to learn to nations. Big dreams. Do you understand? Have dreams that only God can do it for you. Dreams that now only God fit one. Okay? Then finally, you need to be courageous. You have to be tough. Even devil tells people in, in living in bondage, black with tough. You have to be tough. <laughs> the, the great film. <laughs> you have to be tough. But actually, to prosper on this earth, you have got to be tough. There can be people that cry over every issue. Every month you go and cry. Ah, they come. Why not people just oga? Washi, washi bye. Okay, Joshua one. Joshua one to nine. Joshua one one to nine. Joshua 1, 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses 8, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Real estate. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Look at that. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very Again, repeated. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may ne- that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded? Look at that. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Three times in one chapter. Be strong and courageous. Why? God knows he will need it. So he says, don't be afraid. Meaning that there will be things that will scare you shitless. You get? When God tells you, when God says, don't be afraid, it means that you should be scared normally. It means it's natural. You should be scared. But he said... You know, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. There will be things to discourage you in natural. Do you understand? So, if you prosper materially, you have to be strong. You can't be a coward. You can't live in fear. They can't threaten you and you run away. And they tell you, ah, that place, so, people that get those contracts, so they are cultists, so, they are bony guys, so, no, no, no. You have to be strong and courageous and pursue what 
whatever God puts in your path. Once you are convinced that this thing, in my spirit, man, there's, there's an agreement here. Pursue with courage and strength. Let nobody scare you of your inheritance. Do you understand? As long as you are sure that it's gospel for you, pursue with courage. If you take note of these things, you will prosper on the earth as it's gospel for you. Are we blessed? Are we blessed? You just rise and give him thanks. Thank him because his way for you is prosperity. Are you thanking him? Because his way for his prosperity. Lord, we thank you because you delight in our prosperity and you empower us with grace, direction, favorable outcomes to prosper. We are led. We obey. We, 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 we follow your leading. We have excellence, tenacity, courage to be all that was beyond the earth. Are we praying? Are we praying? Are we praying? Are we praying? Is there anyone, you know, you know, that is today saying, that, you know, I, I want to see the help of God in my fears. I want to see God's help in my fears. Now, this, the help of God is for God's children. So, you have to first be his child. Okay? Sincerely welcome him into your life. Okay? So, you can enter into, you know, into his covenant blessing. So, if you want to be born again, you know, that's what it means. You see God's life, be born again. So, say after me. Okay? Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. You were buried, but you rose again to give me a new life. In death, you paid for my sin. In your new life, you gave me a brand new life, far above the hold of sin. I confess you today as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life, Lord. Jesus, name I pray. Say that prayer. You are born again. So, in your help us to to help you walk through this journey, to help you understand what you have done and how to make the best of it, okay? Send us a mail to info at screenchurch.org. We'll be in touch with you to let you know what next steps to take. Glory to God. Are we blessed? Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.